It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, Shane Connick is back on the show for day number two. The writer and social media manager with Wizards Extra, journalist from the University of Maryland and host of The Shane Show, is back on Locked on Wizards as we get into the Wizards yet again, discussing our thoughts on what they need to do moving forward and also quick takes on which teams are going to end up in the NBA Finals and which players have been bursting out in the bubble. All those details and more as you're listening to this edition of Locked on Wizards. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Locked on Wizards. I'm your host, Renee Washington. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Well, we've got Shane Connick back on the show with us yet again for day two here on Locked on Wizards, the journalist from the University of Maryland and host of The Shane Show, social media manager and writer with Wizards Extra is back yet again as we've got plenty to get into around the NBA restart. 
first looking at what is going on with the Wizards as they prepare for next season, specifically what they need to do to be better, as basic as that may seem. So Shane, a lot of people were quick to say, you know, throw it all away, start again, why are they there? And really just completely negative around what the Wizards were, were doing in Orlando. Yes, they were one in seven, but yes, you also saw players coming out of their shell. And as uh, Scott Brooks was talking about, and even Tommy Shepard was talking about in their postseason discussions, these players never had a chance to get their feet under them. Someone like Jerome Robinson, who I keep bringing up, traded to the Wizards in February. The league shuts down in March. He jumps back in the bubble in July. When was he supposed to have time to fully get acclimated to the team, get to know the guys around him, get into the rotation and, and really figure out his way with the Wizards when there has been so much change over the last six months? And so you have to keep in consideration all those changes. Even someone like Rui Hachimura as a rookie, that's a tough rookie season. You know, he had injuries he was dealing with during the regular season. And then, of course, the NBA pause. Then he's coming back in the restart and now thrust into a position where he, as a role player, which is what he really is, has to step up and be the, the guy for the Wizards. So you have to keep in mind that. And especially for a guy as, right. as young as Rui Hachimura is and how inexperienced at that Thank level. You. you know, like I said, he was great at Gonzaga and he was under the national spotlight and all that in college. But the NBA is a different ball game from – college basketball from the NCAA tournament, regardless of which NBA team you're on. You know, even if you're on a team like the Wizards that don't have as, you know, as big of a following as some teams in the NBA, it's still a professional level. It's, it's, it's a lot different. You know, he's still got so many people, so many more people looking at him. He's getting paid. Everything's different once you get to the NBA. And, you know, Hachimura asking him to be like a leader type guy on an NBA team when he, and at the end of the day, it's not even, you know, like he, when you look at Thomas Bryant, Troy Brown Jr. and, and uh, Jerome Robinson, who were also, you know, those types of leader type guys who you'd be seeing a lot on Washington. So I think it's, I think that, yeah, like you're, you're saying about Hach, about Rui Hachimura, that he, you know, they're all of a sudden counting on him to be a, you know, a leader type player when at that age and with that, you know, as it's not like he's unbelievably talented and he, you know, on any, like I keep saying about any other team, he wouldn't be the primary point guard on any other team. You know, or, or he probably wouldn't be on some other team. Maybe he'd start whatever. But, you know, it's like he's the guy mm-hmm. on Washington. Exactly, exactly. And that's where you have to be optimistic about what this team is going to look like moving forward. So let's talk about, you know, your, your thoughts on the Wizards moving forward. I think for me, one of the biggest takeaways from this NBA restart is that you look at the experience these players were able to get. You look at the way they have, in my opinion, I actually did see progress. I, I'm not even, and I hate to to sound like this because I know Scott Brooks was saying it. So I hate to sound like I'm literally a carbon copy of what he was saying, but as a former athlete myself, I really do believe that it is a marathon and not a sprint. You know, I do think that you can't expect players overnight to develop at a level and just go from, you know, being a struggling team to now all of a sudden everything just clicking and coming together. It takes time. And to see the players progress from the first scrimmage against Denver to the last game against Boston, I definitely saw moments where you could see them adjusting. You could see them figuring it out and even learning things like, okay, when you're not able to knock down shots from the perimeter, you got to get to the basket. You have to work your work away and find a way to attack the rim, you know, find a way to get yourself going and get scoring so that you can now have confidence. And that's when the shots start to fall. Those are all little things that take time to learn, even understanding your role. You know, as we're talking through all these different players, Everybody that was with the Wizards in the restart was trying to figure out their identity and their role as a Wizards player. 
So now as you add in Bradley Beal and John Wall, as you bring back Davis Bertans, it's a whole different team. You know, we're talking three elite players for them. They're three leading scorers. They're three biggest offensive threats and, and two all-stars. You know, bringing them back is going to change the look of this team. But for you, Shane, what do you think also needs to happen? Of course, being healthy, having everybody back. We don't know who's going to be drafted as the Wizards do have the number nine pick in the NBA draft. We have no idea who they're going to pick up in the offseason. But looking specifically at the players on the team right now, what's an area that you feel like they can really hone in on developing to ensure that they can be a better team moving forward next year? I would say overall it's it's the bench and like those role players, the starters slash coming up the six, that that area. Because I think they have pretty much the care. You would look at players like Wall and Beal and Bertans, and you know that they are very good players on their own. You know that Bryant has shown that he can play a little. You've seen that Robinson can shoot. You've seen that mm-hmm. Troy Brown Jr. can back them a bit. But overall, they still have some missing pieces, but you can't, it doesn't just all click together overnight, like you were saying earlier, because you have teams. For example, you can't just take 10 players, put them on a team and say, here you go, go play and expect a team to be the best team in the league. Because even if you have that kind of talent, basketball is not the kind of sport where it's individual. You have this guy who can like, it's like if you just take five great shooters and put them on the courts together, there are only so many balls on the court. There's only so they can't five player, you know, five shooter type guys in the court, even if they're great shooters. At a certain point, they can pull each other down. They'll be taking points away from other people. It's like, for example, the Nets years ago, they got Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce to add to a team that had Darren Williams and Joe Johnson and Brooke Lopez. On paper, that's a great team that makes them a serious contender. But in reality, you don't know. You have no idea how those guys are going to play together. Same thing as you look at the Nets now, even with, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant and Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert and Jared Allen, there's so much talent. And I'm very excited to see how it all plays out. You know, they, they have so much talent, but you don't know how they'll all play together. Mm-hmm. With Washington, they can't just go out there and say, okay, we've got, we have John Wall and he's great. We know he's great. We have Bradley Beal. We know he's great. We have Bertans. We know he can shoot. We have Jerome Robinson. We know he can shoot a little bit to an extent. We have Thomas Bryant. We know he can shoot. We have Hachi Moore as a young player starting to shoot a little. But overall, you don't really – you can't just say, like, okay, we're going to go and sign this player and expect everything to be, like, amazing. Like, you know, like you guys – like you and Scott Brooks agreed on, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And the Wizards aren't going to be able to overnight, say, flip a switch and say, okay, we're going to get whichever guys are going to get. And now we're going to be a serious contender. It's going to take some time. And like we were talking about the 76ers and trusting the process right, and all right. that. As, and what you were saying with, with Washington earlier and the players that it has currently, as you look, yeah, they're not a bad team currently. Like you said, there was a ton of growth in the seeding games from the first, from the scrimmages. When I was watching them in the scrimmage against the Lakers, they were playing and they, and they, and they lost LeBron. None of them were playing for the Lakers, but Kuzma, uh, Kuzma wasn't playing barely. None of them were really playing. And yet, you know, the Wizards still didn't really have a, you know, the Lakers just kind of outshot them to an extent and used the talent that they had. And like, you know, that Lakers team, LeBron was not playing. Davis was not right. playing. Kuzma was not playing. But the Lakers team, you know, that's the number one team in the West, number one team in the NBA, has so much more talent other than those three guys that even the Wizards who have, you know, the best players they have in the bubble playing, at a certain point, the Lakers were just able to outshoot them. And I think, I think that was the headline I put on, on Wizards Extra. Like just, you know, basically the Lakers, they just, they just kind of outshot the Wizards after, after 
a certain point. And so I think that the, the Wizards, yeah, they are, you know, several times away. The point is they got, you know, they had everything they had and they couldn't compete with a depleted version of a top team. So I think that the Wizards overall are going to have to do a little bit more and it's going to take time. You know, not everything's going to work out and players are going to come and go during this whole, you know, time. But the thing is, it's not like they're rebuilding from the ground right. up right now. It's not like they're, you know, a team like, you know, the, 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 you know, the Knicks or the Cavs or, you know, even the weird saying the Cavs and the Warriors who have the worst records in the league. This Wizards team is a team that almost made the playoffs at the end of the day. And, you know, if you can go 24 and 40 and almost be a playoff team, I think, you know, it goes to show that this Washington team, you know, is not too far off from competing. And if they all kind of, you know, they if they do add a few more pages, they could be closer to in the crowded Eastern Conference of teams that aren't nearly as talented as the West. You know, they could still – that's who they're competing against. They could have a shot if they, they, you know, push the right buttons and, you know, get the right – and acquire the right players. Right, right. I think that's the biggest thing that people have to remember, you know, as we talk about, it's going to take time. And it's also just going to take time, as you mentioned, for these players to come in and figure out how to play together. You know, it's one thing to bring in a a lot of talent or even just bring in new players, but it's going to take them time to get on the same page to figure out, you know, their tendencies and what they do well, their strengths, their weaknesses, and really be able to gel as as a team on the floor. And I think that's something we're seeing actually right now with certain teams in the playoffs. That is a, a difference. A team to me like the Raptors, um, I'll say even, you know, the Celtics, they to me are like a well, well-run well machine. Like they're very um, systematic in the sense that they know what each other is going to do. You look at their offensive movements and their rotations and the way they swing the ball and stretch the floor, it just seems very seamless. You know, whereas some teams have a very like uh, – I don't even know how to describe it. A very reactive offense. It's kind of like, I'm not really sure what my teammate's going to do at times. Let me just play off them. Whereas it's more fluid for other teams. So coming up, we've got to talk more around the Wizards and what they need to do to be a playoff contender next year. Who says car repairs have to be expensive for quality? Well, for over 20 years, rockauto.com has been the place to get everything done from brake parts to tail lamps to even new carpets. And regardless if you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer, it's easy, convenient, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. It's a family business that puts your family first. We're still in the midst of a pandemic dealing with COVID-19, everyone. So why spend twice as much for the same parts when you can save money for you and your family? Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for countless makes and models. And one of the best parts about it, whether you're on your phone or your computer, you have quick service right at your fingertips. So go head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we at Locked On Wizards sent you. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.
Shane Connick, social media manager and writer with Wizards Extra. Let's get into the Washington Wizards a little bit more, specifically as we're talking through next year. It's not a rebuild, as you've mentioned. It definitely is a build. You know, they had the pieces there. It's now a matter of building. There will be some players that change over the course of time. That's natural. There will be some players, some movement. But I think the core group that you have, and this is why I keep bringing up the discussion around to trade Bradley Beal or not to trade Bradley Beal, I don't think it makes sense to trade him right now. You know, I think if, in my opinion, it's more beneficial, give this team a year. See what they can do this year with a healthy Beal, a healthy Wall, Davis Bertans, the players, you know, whichever of the core group from the restart team that you bring together with them. Give them a year to see what they can do together. And then if next year we're still having the same conversation and there's no improvement, let's make some moves. But I don't think it makes sense to move one of the, one of the leading scorers in the NBA and Bradley Beal, who's still so young in his mid-20s, still has a, hasn't, in my opinion, reached his peak yet, to move him knowing that who are you going to replace him with? You know, what, what player are you going to be able to get to come to the Wizards in place of Bradley Beal? Or players. I don't even think there's a package deal that makes sense. For one, I know that um, the, the, the rumor that came out but from Michael Wilbon on ESPN was, oh, trade the Warriors should trade Andrew Wiggins and the number two draft pick for Beal. That does not make sense at all for either team. You know, for the w- Warriors needing a, wimp, a rim protector and for the Wizards needing someone that's going to help lead the team, why would you trade someone who's established, already knows – what to do and how to be successful in the NBA for a rookie coming in in the number two draft pick, as well as an Andrew Wiggins who doesn't really fill the need or the void that Bradley Beal will be leaving. So I think that instead of panicking, you know, it's definitely, in my opinion, as we're both talking through, it's a build and it's just a matter of adding some pieces, adding more depth. I do think there needs to be more offensive options and players that are strong reserves to come off the bench and be able to contribute in a way like Jerome Robinson has been showing he can do whether it's knocking down shots, being a rim protector, being a presence in the paint, whatever it may be, that can just add something. But I do think that we're going to be having a different conversation around the Wizards next year. I'm very optimistic because of, like we've been talking about, Shane, what we've seen so far. So, you know, in terms of the playoffs, of course, the Wizards are not there yet, but we are in the midst of the playoffs. It has been very exciting. So I want to get your take, your quick takes on what's going on in the playoffs. My first question to you. Who do you have right now as a player to watch that you think is, is someone that's on your radar? You know, there's always big names, LeBron James, Giannis, but maybe someone that was a sleeper in a sense and has really been stepping up and playing incredibly well in the playoffs that you've enjoyed watching so far. I would say the first person that comes to mind after today is Jamal Burton. Mm. And you look at the way he's been on that Denver team and the way that Denver's starting to try and come back against Utah. Utah could have closed it out today. And Murray, Murray's a scorer. He took over. He had a he had a great play. They toward the end of the game, the uh, he he, so he took a shot. Shot clock was close to running out. Murray just took it back himself, spun around, hit a shot as, as the shot clock winded down, kind of cement the Nuggets' um, victory today. I think when you get a shooter like that, you know, like you said, you know, not the big name guys like LeBron and whomever, but you get players like Murray who can shoot and are on a team that's competing like the Nuggets and. I think it's going to be players like that who, you know, can make a name for themselves in the bubble because no one's at 100%. No one's where they normally are. And if a player like Jamal Murray or whoever can just kind of start sort you see the way Luka Doncic is playing on oh, Dallas. Man. I mean, you know, he stepped in and all of a sudden was a top player in the West this past year in a Western Conference that's extremely talented at every position he could possibly have. And Doncic just rose to the top. 
So I think that over, you know, I'd say Jamal Murray's one. I'd say Doncic is already kind of a big, you know, almost too big of a name to be using now to become, but he's just such a talented, talented player. And, and, you know, same thing with Jamal Murray. These guys can shoot. And in this game with, you know, teams are taking 8 million threes every game <laughs> and how important, you know, the three-point shot has become and how important shoots, shoes become. You see teams passing up open layups to get a three-pointer. You see teams looking for a three. And when you get players that can hit them like that, even to not just hit threes, but can score, that could be the difference maker. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Jamal Murray has been so fun to watch. I mean, him and – he has right now – as, as you mentioned, been a big part of Denver being still in this series and watching him go back and forth with Donovan Mitchell has been incredible because it's the next generation. Those two, Luka Doncic, this is the next generation and they are really showing that the future is very bright in the NBA. The future is very and another, bright. And another one, another person who's been, you know, you know, I, I, I want to say, you know, you know, performing better than you might think, TJ Warren. Yes. You look at what he's been doing. Yes. He's been a 53-point game then putting up 30-something the next day. I mean, you know, you see how great he's been. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, it's a shame the Pacers got bounced in the first round 4-0, but it definitely does not take away from what he's been able to do to put his name on the map. I mean, him, Devin Booker, there are players that are now done and not even playing right now in the in Orlando, but, you know, we won't forget the, the performances that they've had. And so it is very exciting to see that next generation and players that are really evolving and coming out of their shell to be able to be a name that's a household name in that sense. So coming up, we continue talking more around the NBA playoffs. Shane Connick here on Locked on Wizards, joining me to discuss the NBA playoffs, the NBA restart, and the Washington Wizards. Now, Shane, who's coming out of the West? Who's coming out of the East? Having had a chance to see the start of the playoffs, who are your picks to be to meet in the NBA Finals? I would say right now, obviously, Bucks Lakers is the pick that you know one might just predict off the bat. But I think that this season, so many things are just so unpredictable. Because, like for example, you know, in every sport, like before this sixty-game sprint in baseball, they they keep calling it. I tried to predict who I had coming out of the American League and the National League, and totally didn't pick the Mets in the National League like I do every year. But the point is that every single thing is so hard to predict because you don't know what's going to happen because, you know, a player can get, you know, hurt anytime, just like usual. But when these guys haven't been playing as much in the same way for so many months, it could be more likely to get an injury. Even, you know, there's that threat of coronavirus, but it seems like the NBA is that pretty much, you know, hopefully for the moment taken care of. You have all these players, you know, and overall, I think it's, it's hard to really tell you know, how great any team is in the ball. But I'd say overall, I'd say if I, if I had a predictor right now coming out of the Eastern Conference, I would say <laughs> – I would say – I'd say in the West – you know, I'm actually not going to go with the Lakers in the West. I'm going to say the Lakers are a team that you'd think would, and honestly they might, but you look at the way a team like the L.A. Clippers – the way they play and the players who they have. You look at what Kawhi did last year in Toronto. Why can he not do that again with the Clippers when he has Paul George by his side? I think if Kawhi Leonard was able to do that in Toronto, when he has Paul George by his side and all the other players that the Clippers have, I think that there's a very good chance that the Clippers can find themselves in the NBA Finals. And then from the East, I would say that, you know, 
I would say this Raptors team is not going to win the Eastern Conference again. You know, you look at the way, yeah, they swept the Nets and all that just now, but I don't see them as a team coming out. I don't, you know, Milwaukee, Milwaukee hasn't, you know, for Giannis and being a top team, all of a sudden being a top, top team now, you look at who, you know, they have really outside of Giannis. Exactly. And it's not like it's a championship type team. So I think that then as you start to get into the Torontos of the world and the, in, in, you know, a lot of times the Philadelphias of the world, obviously not this year, the Bostons, the Bostons of the world. And I think that that's where those other teams come in. Plus, you know, you see before, obviously the series just happened, but before that, when you look at the Pacers, like you can't count anyone out and you could say, you know, even the Nets is the number seven seed. It's like, I don't think it was a guarantee that the Raptors were even going to beat them. I mean, obviously they ended up sweeping them, but I don't think it was like a guarantee any of that you really could have guaranteed because mm-hmm. when you look at how our form was, had been playing before. So it's still unpredictable, but I'm going to, I'm going to go with Clippers, the Clippers out of the West and the Boston Celtics out of the East, because like I was saying, that Sixers team was, you know, definitely very talented and all that. And the Celtics just took care of business. You look at the way that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown have been playing. I think that the Celtics are such a talented team. I think that if Milwaukee doesn't come out of the East, Milwaukee might not, you know, they might at a certain point kind of, you know, not be, you know, Giannis might not be able to take them that far. You look at a team like the Raptors and you look, you know, they've lost a lot of guys and they can still score a lot and they can still win a lot of games. And, you know, they might not have what it takes to get over the top again. But you look at that Celtics team at the number three seed in the Eastern Conference, I think that they overall might make. And then if, you know, six uh, Celtics Clippers, I mean, Mm. it's you know it's, it's a toss it's almost a toss in some ways you want it might want to say you know, the Clippers immediately off the back is on paper but you know you never know no one you know no you know no one thought what would have happened last year would have happened with the Raptors beating the Warriors in six games pretty handily because of all the injuries the Warriors had like suffering kind of all of a sudden ending the dynasty like that right. once you know Durant was would have been out anyway and left the team but it would have he would have been out this year anyway so I think it's just so hard to really be able to predict this year so I'm not too bold or too, uh, too I'm not, I can't say I'm too, uh, you know, um, confident about that, that uh, Celtics Clippers uh, prediction, but, you know, it's kind of, you know, unconventional, but, you know, this whole season has been that unconventional. That is so, so true. That is so true. I definitely actually have the Celtics coming out of the East. I think that the Bucks are very beatable. I think that, as you mentioned, to me, they just don't have enough pieces. And without Giannis and, and Middleton having an incredible performance, it's a team that you really don't know who else can step up. And then in terms of, you know, the Raptors, the Heat, I think the Heat actually have the next best chance just because I think they are someone that has a lot of depth, versatility, size, shooters. You know, it's just, they have a lot of great pieces, but I definitely do not want to count out the Raptors. So to me, actually, at the East, my top three is the or are the Heat, the Bucks, and the Raptors. Excuse me, the Heat, the Celtics, and the Raptors. The Bucks are not even top three for me. So I think any of those three can finish out of the East and I'm leaning, leaning towards the Bucks. Oh my gosh. Holy tongue twister. I'm leaning towards the Celtics being the team, not the Bucks coming out of the East. And for the West, I actually had the Lakers coming out of the West. I think the Clippers right now are really being exposed in my opinion, but by what Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis have been able to do, especially with having Porzingis ejected in the first game, Luka hurt in the third game. And this series very well could be, could have been coming into Tuesday night's game 3-1 Dallas. So I think that they're very beatable, especially without Patrick Beverly. If he's unable to get back healthy, that team, in my opinion, is someone that could be bounced out in the next round. 
So I think for me, the West is, I had the Lakers as the front runner and depending on what happens, honestly, it's, it's definitely a toss up between like Donovan Mitchell has been playing out of his mind with Utah, the Rockets, if Russell Westbrook's able to get back healthy, you just don't know. So I think that one of the biggest parts about all this that's exciting is we don't know Shane as we're having this conversation. We have no idea what's going to change between even now and the next games, let alone a week from now. So it's fun to watch to see how these series are playing out because it has been down to the wire games. Even like the Pacers heat series, which was a sweep did not feel like a sweep. It's been exciting basketball. It's been fun to watch. So I know you've been enjoying covering it for those that are listening. Where can they follow you to keep up with your coverage and all the content that you're creating on your show and with wizards extra. Walmart plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. That's C-O-N-N-U-C-K. And then my um, Instagram is at Shane Connick, J-O-U-R. I have, I, have a, I have a show like uh, Renee touched on in the, uh, in the open, The Shane Show, where I talk about sports, news, and also a big thing is I interview guests. I've had guests ranging from teachers and coaches at local high schools in New Jersey, from professors in the Philip Merrill College of Journalism at the University of Maryland, to the radio announcers of the Brooklyn Nets, reporters from CBS News, CNN, um, Fox Sports, and also, in addition to that, I've also had on the Shane Show, um, you also, like I said, talking about news, covering all the you know local news here in New Jersey, local news in Maryland, talking about national news sometimes as well, getting into that a bit. And then also, I produce a lot of writing content, which I post on my professional social media pages that are on my website, which is shaneconnick48.wixsite.com slash website. I know that's a very great quick URL to remember, <laughs> and um, where I post a lot of uh, writing content, especially baseball stuff about both the New York Mets from here locally and the Washington Nationals from down there, in addition to doing work um, at with the Diamondback to Studio Times at the University of Maryland, in addition to Wizards Extra, and then when sports are actually going on, which is a, you know, a crazy thought to have, actually having college right. sports happen in the Big Ten, but um I can be seen on the Big Ten Network um, through the Student U program on BTN Plus announcing Maryland Terrapin Sports along with on the University of Maryland's WMUC Sports Radio um, and Maryland Baseball Network and also back here in New Jersey on Morris Sussex Sports, the home of high school sports in the northwestern region of the Garden State. So overall, you know, a lot of different aspects of uh, journalism I can be seen or heard um, and or even or I guess seen, written would apply to seen as well. <laughs> here um yeah so once again my twitter shane underscore conic and my instagram shane conic j-o-u-r perfect perfect well shane thank you so much for joining us on locked on wizards two days in a row i appreciate you being here on the show to break down your thoughts around the nba playoffs as well as the wizards so thank you again for joining me on locked on wizards of course i'm happy to be here and i'm happy glad you had me Thank you, Shane, for joining us here on Locked on Wizards. And thank you all for tuning in to another episode as we had plenty to get into. We've got another day left this week. More to talk about around the NBA. 
And so hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the daily content, news, and updates around the NBA, the Wizards, and just sports in general to tune in with me, your host, Renee Washington. Have a great rest of your day, everyone, and I'll see you right back here for more on Locked on Wizards. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.